Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first Science Montessori and Parenting Podcast, otherwise known as the SMP Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Flora Shaw, and I'm the founder, lead editor, and writer at White Paper Press, the publisher of the Montessori White Papers. Here at SMP, we discuss the intersections of science, Montessori, and parenting. And if you're not yet a member of the SMP Facebook group, be sure to look us up and join in on the conversation. It's a great place to get interesting information on human development and learning and to get your questions about Montessori, the science behind Montessori, and the science of parenting and how it relates to Montessori answered. In fact, if you pose a question to the SMP Facebook group, it might even be answered here on this very podcast. Today's episode addresses a common question I used to get from parents when I was ahead of school. How do Montessori students transition to real school? This is an understandable question because most of us attended conventional school. So when we think of quote unquote real school, we think of rows of desks with a teacher at the front. We think of grades and homework and tests, but this isn't actually real school. It's just school as we know it. And frankly, school as we know it hasn't really been questioned as a framework. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right way to do school when it comes to learning and the brain and human development in general. But honestly, that's an entirely different podcast. So today, we're just going to focus on the question of transition. And it just so happens that my own children made the transition from Montessori to conventional public school just this year. And I'm going to be honest with you. This transition has not been easy, especially for me. Moving my children from Montessori was very difficult for me. The more I learned about learning in the brain through my doctorate studies, the more I believed in the framework of Montessori, and I still do, and the less I believe in the framework of conventional education. So conventional teachers aren't the problem, but I absolutely think the factory framework of conventional education is. But our reality is that our son is only five years away from college, and this means that tuition is looming large. So we had to make a decision, and we had to move our children to their local district middle school. But of course, any kind of change, any kind of transition, even if it's really good, even if you expect it to be really good, there's always some challenge and there's some difficulty because you're dealing with the unknown, the uncertainty, the unexpected. So keep that in mind. We can't expect every transition to be just smooth sailing. But in the end, aside from my own issues, my own anxiety and my own stuff, my children have done amazingly well. So I don't want to spend this podcast actually talking about my experience. And I really want to share with you today the experience of one of my children. So my daughter has graciously agreed to share her transition experience with the world, or at least anyone listening to this podcast. And I hope you find her perspective informative. Remembering, of course, that this is only one perspective, but I think it's one worth listening to in my very biased opinion. All right, you wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Reese, I'm 11 years old, and I have a brother, his name is Cedric, and he's 13. And so what grade are you in? I'm in sixth grade. So I have some questions for you. 
Okay. Because I think people are curious about this. One of the questions I used to get a lot was um, about the transition from Montessori school to conventional school. And you have made that transition this year after being in Montessori since you were 18 months old, right? Yes. So in making this transition from Montessori to conventional public school, what do you think has been uh, the biggest challenge for you? Probably just the amount of stress <laughs> that I have with all the homework and assignments we have to turn in by specific dates. Because that's been kind of hard because we never had that in Montessori. Right. You mean at least imposed uh, deadlines, right? Because you did have deadlines for some of your projects in Montessori, didn't you? Yeah, only if we took uh, like a month on a project. Unless it was really big. Mm -hmm. So how are you adjusting with this challenge then of managing your time and the homework and keeping track of the assignments and everything else? How's that going? It's going good. I have an agenda that I write down all the assignments in and when they're due and like if there's a chapter test or a test coming up then I would write that down just to make sure that I know when stuff is going to happen so I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. And that's been working for you? Yeah. So what would be uh, your advice to some other children who might be making this transition soon in terms of dealing with that challenge. What would you recommend for them aside from the agenda? Do you have any other recommendations that you would make? Um, well, just don't slack off. I mean, you have to get the work done and obviously there's so many other things that you could be doing when you are doing it, when you're doing like homework or something at home that you don't like to do. Um, so as long as you do the work and you put your best effort into it, then it'll be good and you'll feel good about it. So that's good for you because it'll take less, then you'll be less stressed out about your grades. Yeah. So what, what do you generally do? What is your routine in terms of making sure that you're not waiting till the last minute to do stuff. How do you, well, just tell us a little bit about your routine. Oh, well, usually when I just, I go to school and then at the end of class, the teacher will tell us about the assignment that we have. So then I just pull out my agenda and I write it down. And then when I get home, I just go right to doing my homework so I can try and get it done and still have some time for myself. But a lot of times it doesn't really work out like that. Yeah, why not? Because I'm doing homework for such a long time. Yeah, generally, how much homework do you have? I have math usually every day besides Friday. Um, I have history every day. I don't have English homework, but I, and I don't have enrichment homework. So usually it's just um, science, math, and history. Mm-hmm. In terms of the subject matters, though, how has that been? Like the content that you're learning in your classes, have you found it too challenging? Do you feel like you're pretty much where everybody else is at? Or 
Um, how do you feel about the content of your subjects? Well, in math, it's getting a lot more challenging. And so the past few homework assignments, quite a bit of us have have a t- trouble understanding how to do it. So we went in and we talked to the teacher and once we all figured out how to do it, we were all, we were all helping each other. But it started out really easy and it's getting more challenging, but I guess that makes it more fun. And for history, it's it doesn't really get any it doesn't really get challenging aside from the fact of including all of the information about a specific thing. There have been plenty of times where people's history grades in our class or the lack of effort on homework assignments have cost us the entire class going over all of our grades and how we can help each other and making sure that we're following direc- directions. Mm-hmm. So if if children aren't understanding or they're not doing the homework, then there's a big review for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how do you like your teachers? Oh, my teachers are great. Oh, that's good. I really like my teachers. My math teacher is really funny. And my uh, my history teacher is, like, really nice. I like her a lot. And do you feel supported by your teachers? Yes. Yes, I do. That's good. That's good. What do you think about taking tests and studying for tests? How has that been for you? Um, the first time I took, like the first the first few times I took tests, I was really scared and stressed out about it. But now, since we have math tests every Friday and science tests every Friday and history tests every Friday, I'm kind of just I just I just study and I'm not really nervous about the test anymore. Because I'm just used to it, and studying helps a lot because as soon as you see a question that you know, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to ace this. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So you were talking in the beginning about stress. Do you feel, do you still feel stressed, or do you feel, did you feel more stressed at the beginning? Because it's been now, I guess, five weeks that you've been in school. So. Well, they said this was the end of the seventh week. Oh, is it the, is it really? that yeah. It's been that long? Wow. Okay. So they're probably right. Okay, so the end of the seventh week. Okay, so um, thinking back to the beginning of the school year and then uh, your experience as of late, do you feel that your stress level is the same? Has it changed? Um, I think it's, it's gone down a lot. I was, at the beginning of the year, I was really, really worried about dropping out of school or, you know, getting kicked out because of my terrible grades. But uh, as I'm becoming more experienced with how things work, it's it's not as stressful anymore. Yeah, and in fact, your grades have not been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. So it sounds like you, you've, you understand now how conventional school works how this system works yeah it didn't take long no not really yeah yeah and I've for me I felt like you you needed a a fair amount of help or assistance or scaffolding from me 
in the beginning, but I don't, that's actually gone down quite a bit. I feel that you're very much large and in charge of, <laughs> of your school situation. Yeah. You feel that way? I tried to. <laughs> How has the social adjustment been? Um, it's been pretty good. I mean, I mean, I'm making friends, so that's that's good. What has been um, challenging about that, or not challenging about that? So, I mean, we're, everybody in our class, we're all just like a big group of friends, but usually during lunch or free time, we kind of just split off and hang out with each other in small groups. But during class, we're all just one big group of people. And how how is the community of students at your new school, how does that compare to the community of students and children that you experienced in your Montessori school? Well, I just, I feel like the kids in the Montessori school were a little bit more supportive than, because at my new school, a lot of times nobody's willing to, willing to help one another so if you're if we're doing something and then either you don't hear the directions or you forgot them or you don't understand you ask your neighbor then they don't they refuse to help you and they just start laughing and talking with their friend or the their neighbor so i just feel like in montessori school the kids were a lot more willing to help each other and a lot more supportive of one another Hmm. but are you uh, do you feel like you're meeting people that you like in your new school? And and do you think that that will get better, that social aspect will get better over time? Uh, probably. Yeah. I am, I am meeting like a lot of different people, a lot of people are, that are not in my class. So, yeah. Okay. Also, in looking back, I'm curious to know what you think about the work that you did in Montessori. Well, the work was way more fun. Because we actually, we got to build big, big things out of cardboard or clay or whatever it was. But now in my new school, we're, we're just required to do the same thing as everybody else. We don't really get a chance to just do a report on a topic that we pick and create something out of it. So it's probably one aspect I'm going to miss a lot. Yeah. So in my experience in working with parents, Reese, a lot of times they're really anxious about their children making the transition from their Montessori school to conventional school. So I guess my question to you is, uh, do you have any advice for those parents? Um, well, there's really nothing to be afraid of. Because aside from the homework and just studying, as long as you don't police your kid, unless it's absolutely necessary, <laughs> it's just, it's, I felt like I was given a lot of freedom to experience the change on my own. Obviously, I did have a lot of support, but I felt like being able to experience it independently helped a lot with being prepared for life. So there's really, there's really nothing to be afraid of so just I would I would say keep your kid in Montessori as long as possible you don't have to be afraid of the change oh 
Well, that's good. That's good advice. Yeah, I tried to give you space. I tried to um, not let you know that I was following you to school and following you to each of your classes, but I tried to. Yeah, so it's good. I'm glad that worked. Yeah, because yeah. that's not creepy. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, <laughs> Reese Shaw, for uh, for talking with us today. Well, thank you for having me. All right. We'll have you on again. We will. Why not? So that concludes our very first episode of Science Montessori and Parenting. I hope that you will join us next time. When that will be, I'm not exactly sure. I'm still finishing my dissertation, uh, but soon for sure. And I will certainly let those of you who are members of our Science Montessori and Parenting group, I'll let you know when the next episode's coming up so you, perhaps you can send in some questions. So do look us up on Facebook. Join in on the conversation. Oh, and one more thing. I do want to also, in addition to thanking Reese for being on today's podcast, I also want to thank her for creating our theme song. So thank you, Reese. It's really nice to have a child who's so creative. So we'll see you again next time.